Hello and welcome to episode 158 of the Spitballing Pod. I'm Luke Byron, today joined by Tom Kennett and Jack Harper, three-man pod, but a different three-man pod to usual. Alex is working, is what he's told me, I'll uh, let people think what they want of that, and Troy wasn't able to get anyone to look after O'Sheen, so he said that He's introducing him to the attitude era of WWE because there's nothing a kid likes more than seeing someone else hit someone else in the head with a chair. <laughs> so he said he's just given. I said uh, I could read it out as he's introducing him to hardcore, but he said that might come across differently. I've got a bit of a different intro for us this week, mainly because there wasn't so much news of the week. So I'll give you this and then. I'll tell you the little new thing that I have for us this week to get into. So, news of the week, first headline. Robert Pattinson says he smells like a crayon. (laughs) We all know that smell as well. We all know that smell. (laughs) It's quite an acquired smell. It's one of those where it just evokes memories, maybe eating them as a child. Is he intentionally looking to smell like one, or does he just happens to? I don't know. That's quite an odour to naturally have. (laughs) My assumption would be it's him coming out of the Batman suit and that's what he thinks he smells like, but (laughs) I didn't want to look into it. Armed robbers steal hundreds of toilet rolls in Hong Kong. Do they have like a face value over there? (laughs) Who knows? Woman on first date discovers she's the getaway driver for a bank robbery. (laughs) That is something to tell the kids. None of this, we met on Tinder bollocks. (laughs) The first person to cross Antarctica alone and unaided says he pooped his pants less than halfway through and had to continue using the same underwear for 38 days. I mean, if you thought out a solo trip <laughs> in Antarctica, you would bring an extra pair of flight boxes, wouldn't you? <laughs> Maybe the warmth probably sorted him out for a lot of the journey, though. Yeah, but then I'm having to get a frozen shit out of you. <laughs> Of your pants after. For the longest time, that shit stay warm, though. That'd be fine. And when he tries to wipe after, it's going to be frozen. Especially if he's got a hairy ass. Imagine all the steam that must have been coming off his ass. <laughs> Would-be robber splits after convenience store clerk brandishes banana. <laughs> it was virgin. Panicked. It's like that Carl Pilkington quote, isn't it? It's like, 13 bananas, that's lethal. <laughs> Man offers $25,000 to anyone who can find him a girlfriend. I mean, if he's not picky, and then by the sound of $25,000, he isn't. <laughs> no. Where is I'm, he? I'm, Let's I'm, find him. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> we can I'm happy to do this. Spitballing pod dating service. Plane made you a can mi- pay a bird five grand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably pays the rest of his sound. Something down Barton Street is like 25 quid in a bag of chips. <laughs> Plane made emergency landing when drunk man started eating his mobile. Wow, it's one way to avoid calls. Imagine how raging you'd be. It's like, what, what, what's happening here? Wow, he's at his phone. We got him. We can't be too careful. It's like that bird that opened up the. She's been jailed, hasn't she, for two years? Who opened up the door of the aircraft whilst in flight? Freaks. And finally, YouTuber mauled to death by grizzly bear during farting prank. And it will never be Jake Paul. I no. wish, it, I wish never, it was that Logan Paul. Yeah, that's the one. It's never who you want it to be. You always see it's like really tragic, and you think it's like Casey Hopkins on the whole like um, flak backlash, where oh, she no. tweeted, "Oh, it's one rule for us." It's like, well, none of the rules apply to you because <laughs> you're horrible. Yeah. Like, everyone wants her dead. 
All right, so what I had then for now, which I thought we may be able to help people more with more of us, but maybe with less of us, we'll be able to give more concise help. So what I have done, I have got some of the most notable Dear Deirdre questions oh, from over the years. Lovely. And if we go back and forth between you two, then you can give your advice to the person in question. Do we have the actual advice they were given? No. <laughs> I've literally got... What the actual sensible I've advice was. I've just got what the issue is. Go on. Which one of you wants to go first? Go I'll on. take a shot at it, yeah. Oh, you might get yourself in trouble here, so... <laughs> <laughs> my, bo- my boyfriend claims he kissed my sister's neck as he thought it was me. I mean, you've got to be looking into the age of these sisters. Like, how big is the age gap here? Because if... It's quite a solid defence if they're like a couple of years apart and if they if they look fairly similar. I mean, my advice to that, am I giving the advice to the bloke or the woman here? She's asked to the, the woman, advice, isn't she? To the woman. Well, she's got to get out, really. I mean, the advice to the bloke's a bit late. He's, yeah. he's done. <laughs> I'm just thinking of like a cover-up campaign here. What can we run? Like House of Cards style. How can we run this? How can we spin this story? But if it's the girl, just leave. Get out whilst you can. Oh, actually, this one might work quite well with uh, TK's experience. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> I'm okay. scared. My girlfriend and I are only together because I lied about being terminally ill. <laughs> I don't want my secret to ruin us. Wow. My experience. <laughs> well, I, th- I actually want to know more about your experience in this than your actual I, answer I to the know. question. I don't know what my experience is. Did you pay her 25 grand? <laughs> she was a lot cheaper. I didn't, have yeah. that facility. I didn't have the facilities for that. So she wants advice on, she's lied about being terminally ill. To, he he lied about being terminally ill to secure his girlfriend. So I don't know why she went for that or if they started seeing each other. Then he said it and he guilt tripped her into it and is worried now that when he reveals the truth, quite understandably, she's not going to be too pleased I mean, and want to stay together. Time is not his friend on this one. <laughs> In all honesty, I think... He spins this on her. You, congratulations! You've got to basically what you've got to do, you, champ. You've got to you've got to tell her, look. So what? You only got with me because you thought I was ill, and then you can dig it out of her. You can pin this on I, her. I'd go the other way her. and say, look, our love has cured me, <laughs> and then you'd be together you, forever. Because if you leave, then you then I die. You're banking on she's a thick one. You're banking on you can the the word terminal isn't fully explained <laughs> in her mind, well, and we, she just thought you were really really badly. Semi terminal. Yeah, well, we know people. <laughs> Who don't quite understand. Exactly, yeah. Our friend had a cold and thought... I mean, I've had... Shagged the girl with a cold and thought that meant he'd shagged the terminally ill girl. I've had, like, almost close to terminally ill hangovers before. And to the account, I actually think I'm going to die. (laughs) Well, actually, this might be perfect for Jack. I'm cheating on my diabetic amputee husband, who's also a lovely man. I feel so guilty, but I can't take it any longer. As if diabetics can't be lovely, so you have to point it out. <laughs> diabetic amputee. No, not yeah. only is am I doing a bad thing, he's also a lovely person. It's one of those where if she's talking about the hand job she's just gotten or what she's just given or something like that, then he's going to know something's up straight away. He's like, hang on. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, he's great with his hands. Who is? <laughs> Um, I mean, my advice there, I mean, you're down the road already, aren't you? You might as well carry on to your court. He's, he's not going to leave you, because where else he is can't. he going to go? Yeah, he actually can't. Physically, so. he can't. Or just spike all his tea with sugar and then let nature take its course. <laughs> <laughs> what else have we got next? Okay. I met a guy at a funeral and the lovemaking has been amazing. 
but he cries about his deceased wife every time we finish. <laughs> How do I help him forget about her so that we can move on? Mm, that's a tough one, isn't it? That's a tough. If you will get with someone at a funeral, I think you're you're accepting that they've probably got some issues, probably yeah. some damage. Well, the, the headline indicates that it was the funeral. It was like their partner's funeral. It's, it's certainly leading us to assume that he's picked up a bird at his wife's funeral, which is great work from him. No transition, really. Yeah. He hasn't cheated. He's waited till she's at least in the ground. It's like in football when no, it's a she. She's picked up the bloke. Hey, look, same applies. I'm not going to... Yeah. 2020, I'm not going to be a pig about it. Yeah. Women could play the field as well. well. It's kind of like a football team, isn't it? It's like my like a team in transition. He's just a bloke in transition. He's just cut out that kind of horrible post-Fergie time. Have them forget. It's going to have to be eating ass. That's, we're in a new decade now, and so it's probably <laughs> the old wife probably didn't do that. I saw I saw the other day someone on Twitter yeah. saying, I don't, look, I know I'm going to be called all sorts of things, like vanilla and all this. He was like, I just don't actually see why this has become a thing. <laughs> and if you think people are like, abused when they are awful people on Twitter, this bloke was abused as if he'd like killed a school of children. People are like, you really need to grow up, don't you, mate? <laughs> it's it's twi- it's 2020, man. <laughs> Give yourself an ass and eat it. <laughs> oh. What else have we got to help people with? I finally gave in to temptation and slept with my 53-year-old mother-in-law while my wife was on life support. <laughs> what do I do now? Turn it off. Uh, again, I mean, these ones are so bad that they must know what they're doing is bad. So they must have thought of possible... What advice can you offer them at this point? They've done an awful thing. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Do do you just say, press the reset button and just end it? (laughs) Like, There's not a lot you can really advise in this situation. I like they said they finally gave in to temptation. This was obviously being considered for a long period of time. And what I find as well is that if if they're already this deep into these situations and scenarios that... They would have sought advice beforehand, and they obviously <laughs> haven't taken it. So what are we going to do? In all honesty, I think the only mistake they've made here, the only thing they could have done, they could have filmed it, and you would have called it a porno. Because that is the classic sort of... That's, I know it's a stage further, but that's a storyline in a porno. <laughs> She's dying. Oh, oh, look at this. Wife on, li- wife on life support stuck in sync. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We had a glimpse into TK search there. Yeah. A lot of life support porn. It's very niche. (laughs) Will playing with my breasts make them bigger? My boyfriend insists it will. I mean, I'm going to follow the bro code on this one and just be like, yes, yes, it will. Yeah, that'd be one of those where Deirdre just gives a one-word answer. Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That's dear Damien. (laughs) I've got an insatiable crush on David Tennant. I've tried thinking he's ugly and even pictured him as a jihadi terrorist, <laughs> but I can't get him off my mind. It's affected my marriage and the thought of touching my husband is making me feel ill. What can I do? I've never been a David Tennant fan, ever. I mean, not that I would probably find him sexy in that sense, but I've never been a fan full stop. So just watch all of his stuff over and over again and that should be enough to make you hate him. 
She's got an insane. But she says she even pictured him as a terrorist, and that hasn't been enough. I was telling Shmi Begum, and look what happened there. But what is she a turn on for you, Jack? Is that? <laughs> well, no. I think maybe you've been looking no, at her wrong. I, I, was I don't go, think that's was, what they were doing on the news. I was going along the other lines of she's obviously kind of pictured jihadi terrorists and thought, you know what? That's a bit of me. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what jihadi, jihadi terrorists was used either. I just. <laughs> Of all the things to not make someone excessive, what was that You're, your first still, go-to? You, you put that on woke Twitter and someone would still say that's racist. Having... I'll make the case, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've got the 2006 World Cup final on. The stones to Penenka a penalty in a World Cup final... In off the bar as well. ...is something else. I mean, you also had the stones to headbutt someone in the chest <laughs> in the same game, so... <laughs> you, He's well, just I a stony man. He took more time to think about the penalty, though. <laughs> <laughs> to put in a head Just, in. like, on a wee little kind of segue here on that, how must he have lost it to the point that in a World Cup final where he was about to take a penalty in a shootout, he goes and does that? Just what goes through your head at that stage when you've had a storming game as well? Because that was one of his best games of his career mm. before then. Where people just, like, he said something about his sister. Oh, okay, alright. Yeah. Like, has he never yeah. been to school? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's what I was thinking. It's like he would never have survived a boys' school. <laughs> no chance. My girlfriend insists on having her dog in the bedroom while we sleep together as it doesn't phase her and he barks if we close the door. How can I solve the problem? I mean, it's putting got, me off. You've got to go Jay on the in-betweeners on this, haven't you? And just say it's been shitting in the house and just hope again... You've got a Jay's dad figure in there. Um, or you you claim you're sleepwalking and start looking like you're about to fuck the dog. <laughs> and she think she thinks, oh, I can't keep going with this. And he's, oh, I was sleepwalking. I don't know. And she, for the dog's own safety, she decides to put it out. For the way your mind jumped to that straight away, I feel like you've written a lot of these letters. <laughs> <laughs> I never yeah. got the answers, Jack. Yeah. I never got them. <laughs> this is where I've been going wrong. My girlfriend has put on weight and I struggle to get aroused by her anymore. I'm 27 and I've never had any issues until now. I'm too embarrassed to go to the doctors as I know I'm not the issue. <laughs> a lad at work told me that applying a hot tea bag to the old fella sends all the blood rushing and it will solve the issue. It didn't. I now have a huge burn and a blister and my girlfriend is desperate for some action. What can I do? I'll be straight up and honest. And yeah, it's just, just one of them. If Babe. he could be honest, I assume he wouldn't go to lengths of putting a hot tea bag. <laughs> yeah, he's I'm, he's just a straight up liar. He I mean, cannot yeah. be honest. <laughs> I mean, he's exhausted all of his options if he's jumped to that stage already, so... I It might work. It's the ultimate long game, but I think she's probably going to dump you. She's getting desperate for a bit. You decided you don't like it. I actually physically can't fuck her at this point. Yeah, exactly. She might dump you. It yeah, might work out well. Exactly. There's that as well. But what if he loved the girl he used to, she used to be? She's not that good anymore. Yeah. She pats on the she's tongue. more fat than <laughs> woman now. Twisted and evil. He's played himself because he's been super shallow because she's got fat. But now he's got a cock that looks like it's like an alien. <laughs> so if any, she's got the trump card now. Yeah. She's in the position of power. Well, that's Dear Deirdre done with. Hopefully we've helped some people. And it's not on my shoulders because I wasn't the one giving the advice. So if it does go wrong... So if it comes to like some of these people were still looking for answers <laughs> and listening to us, two quite large coincidences, <laughs> we're buying in trouble. Happen. Stranger things have happened. 
Doctor Harper does sound like someone. If you had that mm. read out to you in the waiting room, like you, okay. Well, it's actually. I, I would go into that room with some confidence. It's actually the name of the doctor that did embarrassing bodies, and the weird-looking guy. Uh, no, it's actually a woman, and she was the mother of someone that we knew who went to school in Gloucester, so that you can imagine the kind of banter that was had there. When's <laughs> oh. Tom is, I believe. Okay. All right, so that is our intro of sorts done. So, biggest news headline in the past week or even this year probably is City being barred from the Champions League for mm. the next two years. So, I've got some details on it and then we'll say what we think happens from here. Yeah. So, apparently Guardiola said to his players, we have to show we are talent and not money. So, <laughs> the value of all the players is gone. <laughs> I mean, he's lost a lot of faith here because he came out in that interview last year and he's saying that we, we won't get banned. We won't get banned. Like, almost saying it as if it was fact, like you just had to believe him. I don't think everyone else in the country went along the same lines of, they're not going to get banned. No, right? no. It's just not going to happen. Um, But it's come around, it, it so has. And everyone's going, oh, Chelsea got off really leniently. Chelsea, like, signed some underage players from, like, outside the EU more than they were allowed to, and that's why they got the ban. Man City... Have, to be honest, doesn't sound great when you say yeah, like that, Jack. Yeah. Man City have been overspending to the point of ridiculousness, where Liverpool's team have cost, like, what? Is it like 300 mil? We spent, like, 300 mil on, um, like, a, the spine of Alisson. We won't go into Van net Dijk. spend, or else people will get on our backs. No, but what I'm saying is that Man City spent that on fullbacks alone. Yeah. Like, you bought mm. Alisson, Van Dijk, and Naby Keita for the price... Like, which is basically sorted out your team. They probably spent that on Carl Walker and Mendy alone. It's how they're financing certain things, isn't it? Is the is the issue? As I'm sure you're coming it, on to. Is it true that Boney is the one that tipped them over the line, or is that I saw someone say that, and I just I think that was one where we just liked the story, yeah. so we ran with it. I'm sure it's one of those where you think it can't be that because of how many players they've signed. In the, like, since I, I saw things about how when um, <laughs> they won the league, Mancini got like an absolutely filthy bonus, but they had to make it look like it had come from elsewhere. So there's all sorts yeah. of things like that as well. I guess it's a hot topic in sport at the moment, what with the Saracens being done for pretty well, similar two things. Two things that were kind of seen as the worst kept secrets in their sports, yet yeah. probably neither thought would be punished. Yeah, we probably it, all thought, no, nah, they won't they'll get away with it. It'll be, exactly. It'll be fine. Because you, you sit there thinking like, they surely wouldn't be doing this if they thought they could get away with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, if it does all go to plan and they do get this ban, then is Pep Guardiola going to wait another three years to have a crack? Probably, Probably not. not. <laughs> it are the players that are there, like De Bruyne, he's 28. Is he 28, something like that? 25? Yeah, 28 that, sounds about right. Yeah, so if he's 28, in three years' time he's going to be 31. Is he going to wait another three years till he's 31 to try and win the Champions League? Probably not. So it's a case of holding on to their players. So when you've hired a team f- from money and they don't have the club ethos of, say, other teams, they're just going to go. They're just going to leave. Yeah. Well, it says, they're gone. Sources say the mood in the room was defiant, with one describing the message as being along the lines of, if UEFA don't love us, fuck it, we'll show them. <laughs> like How? it's like I, it's I, just I do UEFA don't like them, so that's that's the that's the issue. <laughs> so it's the equivalent of saying the teacher just doesn't like me. So, yeah, so, when you've been an absolute nightmare all <laughs> lesson and they throw you out, it's like she's always had infamy. Yeah, she's, she's always fucking had infamy. But it's like with Chelsea as well, in the sense that 
with this Man City ban, and we've all been looking at, like you said, it's like the worst Kate as the worst kept secret in football, essentially. Same with PSG. They've been kind of funneling money into their sponsorships. And it just so happens that the teams that the sponsors that sponsor Man City are also owned by <laughs> yeah. the owners. Yeah. So it's like Etihad, they're ploughing money into Etihad, who then plough it into Man City, try and balance the books a little bit. But surely there's someone there who just has to say at one stage, right, let's, should we just stop doing this? Yeah. <laughs> like we've, we're obviously going to get caught and we've got enough players as it is. I've seen people say as well, it's a way of ring fencing the old dinosaur clubs, not yeah. Yeah, allowing yeah. any new investors to come in. And I do beg the question that probably this year, the, the Premier League is probably at its most competitive. Not as much with the, the league title, but everyone below else, yeah. the top three or even the top two can beat each other. You never go into a game now thinking that's a dead cert. It's Any just the main thing you would want to be competitive. <laughs> well, yeah. So it's like there, you look at the TV money and what's coming to the Premier League. There's other teams developing and doing really well that don't need to go and just spend money everywhere now. Mm. That's what I'm getting at. So Guardiola's come out and said that he's as committed to City as ever. He'll still be there over this two-year period and they have nothing to worry about. Bollocks. So What? He's like the bloke that we just advised with his fat girlfriend. Yeah, <laughs> like, he used to love her, not so much now. Yeah, Pep's gonna go burn his cock with a tea bag. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna go to Juventus. That's the way it's gonna go. They got Sarri in as a stepping stone to get them away from the Allegri style of football. All ready for Pep to come in and manage Ronaldo. The the quote from uh, the Athletic says, "City's appeals could drag on, and it could suit them if they're allowed to participate in next season's Champions League, pending the outcome." For one thing, a source close to the City squad believes some players will want to leave if the ban is not overturned. The club's leading names have no need to line up potential moves before the outcome of the cast case, I don't know what that stands for, as they know they'll not be short of suitors anyway. Court of arbitration of sport. Oh, there we go. That's someone who uh, knows from the last <laughs> Well, exactly. Years. I know that from Chelsea's <laughs> transfer thing. One agent with experience of working with players in the Champions League suggested players will miss out on commercial windfalls worth up to five-figure sums through participation in events and sponsorship linked to European competitions. See, I do query this, though. So, for example, when Chelsea weren't, almost didn't get in the top four and then didn't get in the top four the year that we won the Champions League in 2012, everyone was saying, your club's going to go bankrupt, it's going to be absolute mayhem. X, Y, and Z. You need Champions League this year or you're a bang in trouble. Uh, I, I, I get that, but then you could say the same for Arsenal. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Abramovich put £500 million into Chelsea last year. What were you saying the week when you I, went on that basically Chelsea, Spurs and United have all are all pitched on we need to get Champions League football? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a strange... Arsenal's whole thing why they don't spend money is because they're self-sustaining whether they get in the top four or not that's why they can't spend cash because our owner doesn't invest any money he, his way is if the club's run properly he shouldn't need to is what I mean you do spend money but not yeah then he, this is the first year that he's ever spent any of his own money on transfers mm. but I mean as a club you are yeah that's like we apparently I know there's ways around it couldn't s- sign anyone for any real cash in January not that we will have anyway yeah, because it, we it would have tipped us over financial fair play because essentially your owner can invest a certain percentage over what your club yeah 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 takes it's in and to generate yeah and which is where City are falling foul yeah because they so don't if, generate that much cash so if our owner isn't going to invest any himself then 
we have less leeway for teetering over. Yeah. But it, yeah, it's it's mad because I hear adverts for city tickets on Talk Sport throughout the day, just like come and support City. There are tickets available, and I'm thinking, why would you expand the stadium when you know you can't fill it? Well, in the first Sam place? Sam uh, went to the Manchester derby in the League Cup and got tickets for That's it. That's insane. I was in Manchester. I could have gone down. Could have gone down there if I'd like gone on a bit sooner. Mm. So yeah, they are they are a night. But we were speaking last week and. With actually, we were talking about you last week at the start, saying that you haven't been keeping up with the pod, so we could technically say anything about you, and you <laughs> you wouldn't know. <laughs> but we were talking about Chelsea and City, and we were saying that as much as people think that just pumping the money in, it doesn't necessarily buy you the extra fans that the you people would assume come in. The the thing is with Chelsea, they've already had like a really decent-ish fan but, base. But we're saying that, like, you didn't gain hundreds and thousands of no, new fans because... No, no, it, that's the thing. And I guess as and well... It's the same you, for City. It's, that's the thing. With City at the moment, you think they're going to have loads of kids of, like, five just getting into football where they support Man City because they're winning everything. But until they become paying punters that can actually go to games, that's absolutely worthless for the next 15 years, really. And you kind of need sustained periods of being at the top. Whereas, whereas Chelsea is, have been there since 2004. Yeah. Well, City obviously are kind of fresher to it. So if in 10 years' time they're still up there, it's like 20, then you're going to have a, way, a generation that maybe are City fans. City were offering if, to if pay... If they fall away, mm. not so much. They were offering to pay the influencers, weren't they? To come in and film their match day experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't just, help with the plastic uh, thing, does it? Though? No, you just... You should... You just shouldn't put yourself. an advert out for that because... The it type just, of people yeah. that are going to do it aren't going to apply with their CV to say, this no, is what I no. do. I've actually been work, like working for companies that use these influence challenges. Um, influencers. Like influencers, yeah. but the agencies for them. So, and they didn't even put it out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you, you just you need someone to so DM them on Instagram and say, look, this is what we can offer. Yeah. They should be able to find someone, shouldn't they? Yeah. They didn't really have to go, anyone fancy this for us? Mm. Well, they've got... Um, Shot your horror. The battle rapper has yeah, also yeah. got his album, and he's a city fan. But because I guess there aren't, there's literally the Gallagher brothers, and that seems to be it. He was already brought in. He's a member of their like VIP club <laughs> kind of thing, and he he does all the voiceovers for their kind of end of season stuff. So it works out perfectly for him. But yeah, yeah, it yeah. does show that there isn't that many people outside of. Yeah, it it works nicely in that case. Because like I um interview Brian Kelleher which I haven't put out yet and I, he's from New York so I asked him if he supports the Knicks and he doesn't support basketball but he was an Islanders fan but he was saying that even for his level and he was quite like he's not one of the top guys in the UFC but because he'd had a UFC fight they've given him this like diamond pass where he can go in and he's got he's part access to this lounge uh, sitting there no and they'll put him on the screen and everything and oh, he's, wow. he's just been going down there since he was a kid anyway he'd be going to the games yeah. whether he was there or not so he's like what a dream i've been sitting next to the owners now and i've really like <laughs> it's he's not like he's mcgregor yeah. no 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 exactly i think it does set kind of like a, a weird precedent for man city now where do they go from here I can still see it happening that it gets reduced to like six months already served and all of this, so nothing well, actually happens. That's what it says. So, City believe that UEFA's process has been flawed and they believe a separate institution will find in their favour. Uh, senior figures in the game believe that the most likely outcome of the appeal is that the two year ban is reduced to one year, mm. 
while some believe that in a less political arena at CAS, City will escape any ban but pay an even higher financial penalty. Which if, means nothing to them, really, doesn't it? No. Well, this is so, so. Some suggest that City will, inverted commas, snitch on rivals Juventus, PSG, and others to improve their own punishment. <laughs> because essentially they're looking and saying, PSG. Are I was going to say, PSG is a glaring. <laughs> I, 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 do, I do find it crazy that it was Man City that got done before well, PSG did. There's, mm. there was, I was doing some reading earlier, but didn't take all the details down. There's members of like the PSG board who are like related to people who are on like the UEFA panel, and so they're saying that UEFA maybe just happened to be turning a blind eye. We'll get to you when we get to you. We've got, <laughs> we've got City to deal with first. Yeah, it does smack of that a little bit because you look at some of the transfers that they've done, like the Neymar one alone, that would bankrupt most English clubs. Mm. I just for one move. Well, there was all the stuff about the the Ronaldo one, wasn't there? Where it was essentially, wasn't it like funded by a car company because they were going to bring in Alex? Well, I think was the one who was talking about it. It was something about that, wasn't it? Something yeah. so cheap, wasn't it? Or something like that. Yeah, it? something because they were going to bring in all this. Like I know the Atletico bringing in Yao Felix was funded by some like separate equity firm. So mm. technically, the club didn't have the money to put down, but they say that our club's worth this much. So. If you really needed to, you could come in and take this, that, this, that. So take the sofas. Yeah. Start taking <laughs> our furniture. Works in a very got, odd ways. Got Paul Bohill from Campe, take it away, <laughs> just turn up. The Metropolitana. I think you'll see... I think Aguero leaves because he's won the titles. He, what more does he have to do? They've got Jesus there. So Barca love signing an old striker. So... I can see, and he's what thirty-one, is he? Yeah, and got one year left on his deal. So with his injury record as well, he probably would suit it quite nicely for Barca. Yeah, and if he wants to win the Champions League, I mean, that's the main aim for a lot of these kind of Man City players. Imagine if they can win it this season. Yeah, Especially, and yeah. They can't play it next season. Imagine that. But then, yeah, then they have to then play it the year yeah. after, and then they delay the ban for a year. What's the? Yeah. I I think if City were to win it, then they save face and find a different way of punishing them that was always going to be the case. I I think that you've really got to make this stick. If UEFA have kind of come out and said it, they need to make it stick in the sense that if they don't, then they'll just see... It looks terrible, doesn't it, if they don't enforce it at all. If if we assume then that they've got the two-year ban, and I'll ask you whether you think they'll stay or go. So right at the top, Pep, stay or go? Go. Go, yeah. De Bruyne? Probably go, just because the A bracket and what... what he wants to achieve, I imagine. I weirdly think he stays. Like, I can't picture... You all think City are going to ask for cash for the loss of money, yeah. And his injury That's record it. as well is... Yeah. True. We've got to look, like, look at contracts as well and see how many... what the length is of some of these. Sane? Oh, I, I think, think he was go. gone out the door. I think he was go- looking at going yeah. anyway, so... They were looking at a new deal for him. Uh, Laporte? I don't know who else would take him, essentially, in the sense that pay the money that City would want for him. Because he's just on the new deal as well, hasn't he? If we're operating on the basis they've got a two-year ban, though, I could see it. I could see, I could a, see ma- a mass accident. I think some players will take one year. I don't think many will take two. No. Sterling? I think Sterling would, actually. Yeah. I think he would stay. I think because there no, there's nowhere else to go. He hasn't had a great season this year. It's not like he can go to Liverpool. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Where else would he go? They need, they need to be able to convince them that they're going to win the league title without the Champions League. That's the sell, isn't it? And to sort of get the juices flowing for that because they have all already won it 
Yeah, but and they've and they've won, you know, the domestic treble. So there is one thing missing, isn't there? Now you can't be in the competition. I mean, when we won it a couple of seasons ago, that was the driving force. That we had no Euro because our, yeah. our players were just yeah, fresh yeah. every yeah. game. He's got to make him start hating Liverpool more rather than it being, yeah, all yeah. friendly. We had the we we were saying didn't we we had the one Carl Walker tweet and very quickly it was like whoa you don't be doing that. I thought to put it down didn't he? Fucking mental. Who else is there? Um, main player wise, oh Aguero. We assuming. I think he would go. Yeah, Edison. I think he would stay because he's. Like... I think he would stay, but he plays near enough every game. Is clearly a very good keeper, and we're in a market where. There aren't very many good keepers. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's the problem, is, isn't it? Like, like we said, a lot of these players are going to want to leave, but it's like, uh, it's like who can cough up the cash? It's like the Man United scenario, isn't it? Is that because they haven't got Europe and they're not at the top, they're having to fork out mega money for big names. If, so you can only see City's like conundrum getting worse. It's either going to be a transfer or a new contract. Yeah. And yeah. a very nice new contract. Yeah. Would you would you rather have a transfer ban or the Champions League ban? Transfer ban, I'd say. I mean, if you like, if Speaking you look, from experience. If, you, if you if you look at City's development squads, it's not that bad. <laughs> but and if you look at the way Charles has kind of worked this season, that you can make it work if you've got great players there. If, you can if you've keep... got a, a squad already, exactly, then you can make do for a year, can't you? Or, yeah. or six months. Or exactly. Kind of... Exactly. Whereas so... without the Champions League, I know. We, especially you, can probably speak from experience, experience with this Byron of not being in the Champions League. For Our so Champions long. League ban is. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait for that to be lifted. Yeah. Exactly. Because <laughs> the problem is, if you miss out on Champions League, you usually get Europa. And then if you get Europa, it screws your whole season up because you have that horrible Thursday, Sunday thing. Whereas City won't have that. I you actually almost... quite like it because you're on TV. You don't have to worry about yeah. streaming. <laughs> That's yeah. true, yeah. yeah. You're that always going to be on. Yeah, that is true. I can't. Think of uh, the other like main so, players as such. The... Bernardo Silva's already come out and kicked a fuss on it. I reckon it's going to be it? the like shameless ones. It's going to be the likes of like Mendy and like yeah. Zinchenko's coming out like, well, look, no Champions League, I've got to go. Yeah. It'd be great though because it'd be like a fire sale. What they should do is just auction off all their players where all the teams just go and bid. All of their like 35 year olds, you know what, United here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you go for them three hundred and fifty grand a week, I reckon they'll move you. Know? Yeah. <laughs> the question I've got as well is obviously the Premier League has FFP rules of its own. That's so not happening. How does this fall into line with? Is, they're they're kind breached, of under pressure to do something, yeah, now, aren't they? If they've breached one, surely they've breached yeah, the other. That was shameless. I I know he was asked about it, but Gerard saying, you know, I'm interested to see uh, what the punishment is. Here. Yeah, just see Jose said it again as, as well. Both of them, they basically, like you said, they were asked about it. So it wasn't like they brought it up. But both said, oh yeah, I'll, I'll keep an eye on it. And kind of, I guess, tongue in cheek, alluding to, or oh, maybe we might get a Premier League winners medal out of it. Yeah. I think quite worth the same. You really, think, for the post, you really think that Liverpool squad is going to be celebrating, saying? Could you imagine yeah. if they got all the boys together? So, <laughs> <laughs> right, everyone from the squad, <laughs> you've all got to meet up. We're going to celebrate. <laughs> Ali Sissoko's there. Like, Fuck, he gets yeah. in. Victor Moses is there on loan night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, on. Fit so, are they going back to potentially stripping medals? Is that? Is that I think it's more of just a headline out? where it was like Gerard like can being, finally get his Premier League medal. A little yeah. bit like they could be relegated to League Two, you sort of think. None of this is probably going to yeah. happen, but I think it's 
in the rules, the worst case scenario could be that these things happen. Apparently, Pep told him if they were in, even if they were in League Two, he'd still stay with them because now is the time to stay together. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's gone. Do you see the absolutely the stuff that came out about um, Ed Woodward today with the negotiation for Josh King? No. Apparently, he said to him, "Look, you've got twenty-five minutes. You either accept the deal, or we're going to sign the lad from China." So they just gone all right. That was his bargaining chip. <laughs> you either sell him, or we're going to sign someone else. Yeah. <laughs> and weirdly, they didn't sell him. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel like you need a Man City though to rein in Liverpool a little bit because, right now, who else would really challenge for the league? Full pre-season Arteta, you've got to be thinking about. Who would Who would you say is the closest to? Liverpool at the moment if you're not talking Man City Sheffield yeah and that's worrying get Aguero, <laughs> how get, worrying is that get Aguero to Sheffield that would be cool what you should do is they should auction off all their players on a cut price deal to all the lower league teams and just <laughs> see what happens you get to see like Aguero turn up at Burnley or something I saw like, pull names out of a hat I saw the head- still insist like well look I'm not breaking up wooden bars <laughs> yeah. so you're going to have to get used to this bench mate <laughs> yeah. playing in right left back I saw the headline of some like thing on my Facebook it was like I locked Messi and Ronaldo at non-league clubs on Football Manager for 30 years and there being some like black mirror alternate reality where they're little where they are physically trapped at the non-league clubs where they're in a little simulation in black mirror and they're oh, stuck yeah, the in there doing like the light there, yeah. switch and Horrible. all sorts <laughs> Messi and Ronaldo are just trapped why do they do they stay in non-league or do they get they, they were essentially seeing how well they would do I didn't, well, I didn't click on it oh, I'll have to have a little look at that. It'll be interesting. I play enough football managers to not be then reading articles and watching <laughs> YouTube videos on top of it. <laughs> it would carry on then. So Champions League predictions, I thought if we do just the games that are this week and then mm. it does give us so much to talk about next yeah. week. Then as well. Got my tickets through for Chelsea Bayern. Absolutely buzzing with that. How do you wangle that? Basically, I know this guy who can't you, go. You know a guy. Literally, it's such a nightmare getting tickets because it's like 40,000 seat stadium. So you think, how can you actually get tickets? The face value is 75 and I did not pay face value. <laughs> so, yeah, it's the only way you can go around doing it. So if we start with Atletico-Liverpool first game, Atletico have one win from their last seven. one one drawn two, lost four. They're currently not even averaging a goal a game. Um, for all that's said about them, they've got three clean sheets in their last ten games. And they are without Yao Felix, Trippier, Costa and Herrera. Not great, is it? No. They're going to get butchered. I find it crazy as well how you can have Morata, Costa and Yao Felix all in one team. Well, oh, they really? never play it's together. Not good, so. It's not going very well, is the, yeah. is the answer. They never play together anyway. So. No. And he just doesn't play Lamar anyway. He does. Lamar's just wank. If you've it's, ever, it's, it's he's not. Like, not he's not. When he comes to Arsenal for ninety-seven million, I've, yeah, I've never seen him have a good game. It's not. It's like that Monaco hype that's absolutely no, killed he, Bakayoko as well. Do you not remember? He had a great game on the day where we put the bid in for him. He then played for France that <laughs> evening, scored two and assisted two. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. actually think we're gonna get Coutinho this summer. Yeah, purely because nobody else wants him and. His agent, his agent is like the best pal of our director of football so we'll probably put if you can shift those off it makes 65 sense 65 mil makes sense yeah. in fact he's 30 next year is mental who? 
Coutinho. Is it? That's yeah. Crazy. Oh, I didn't know he was 30 today. Yeah. That's insane. Must have moisturised a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I know. When I saw that, I was like, jeez. No, I, I do think, yeah, lack of goals has been what's killed Atletico this year. Um, they're not as defensively good as they used to be either, but mainly the lack of threat. That could be probably their undoing against Liverpool. You need some attacking threat against them. Yeah. I think there could be that we're going into second leg with it evenly poised. I think they are capable of shutting up shop and keeping it hard, especially at their own place. Things like but I think if you do have to get them back to yours to get a result, you would still have a degree of confidence with them. It's, it's that European pedigree of just knowing that they've been in that scenario plenty of times before. They look like they don't know what they are anymore, though. Well, the, the yeah. thing with them is, and Simeone himself has come out, and, and whether you think this is a way of easing pressure on himself or whatever, but he did say at the start of the year as, as well that it's a transitional year for them. You think they lost six first-teamers, really, over the summer. So, and they've replaced them with, you know, players that don't necessarily fit his normal style with, like, so Trippier and Yao Felix aren't his usual type of players. Because well, Yao Felix works when you play him at front and football manager. So looking at him in real life, I think he's watched footage of Crouch and Defoe and be like, a little and larger, if we get Costa and Yao yeah. Felix, this could be it. Yeah, but then if, I mean, if you see him, I think he's more of an... Sort of a ten or That's a second, is, isn't yeah. he? Because he can't, he can't really do that job. You He's very slight. Or you can put him on the left. But then the, the way they play, they end up often playing with wing backs, so you, you can't really do that. So they're in a yeah, I think they're in an in between spot. I, but then by the same token, they're probably already out of the title race in Spain. The Champions League probably their only thing, and a team like that is probably dangerous in a one-off game. So you've exactly, got you've got yeah. that if nothing else. Yeah. And we've seen Morata against uh, Premier League sides, so maybe if that's what you're relying on. <laughs> yeah, Morata versus Van Dijk. <laughs> Pray for Morata to do Morata. Yeah. Hey, we've seen David Luiz is the Van Dijk this year. He's uh, he's taken over, isn't it? Twenty twenty. I can't believe you actually, David Luiz's year. Uttered those words. David Luiz has has been drilled past less times than. Did we uh, did we source the stat as well, did we, or did we just go with we'll just take it? <laughs> It's the rules of this pod. Yeah. We don't look into it. We're the, we're the un-Eddie Bravo. I did feel like maybe I could just put out a tweet. If I said, oh, can you believe Van Dijk's actually been driven past like 10 times, whether anyone would actually look into it. And everyone would just go, Fuck, it sounds legit. He's put on Twitter. <laughs> also, the David Luiz one is essentially, he, he backs off, so you can't, <laughs> you can't dribble past him. Just runs away. <laughs> Gary Cahill syndrome of towards his <laughs> to spell at Chelsea. Um, Dortmund PSG also on the same night. It's a shame this couldn't have been on the second night because it'll be a better game than the Spurs one. Certainly will, yeah. So Dortmund have lost two of their last five. Um, PSG have a full strength team. Dortmund are without Royce, Mr. Paper Mache himself, and my guy uh, Julian Brandt. <laughs> a weird stat. Um, PSG have all they've not drawn any of their last eight ties in the last sixteen of the Champions League. They've never drawn a single game. Jeez, that is weird. So that suggests that they don't have the game management in that they're gonna go out and play to that's win the fair. match. Yeah, I think that's a fair uh, assumption. I think looking at if that is how they're gonna play and they are just committed to go out there and just go for the neck of Dortmund you would think that they'll come out on top, but... I, I think so. I don't think we're thinking this is the strongest Dortmund side of the last however many years either. I think... I'm amazed Neymar's fit. 
This is usually the time when this he crumbles. Birthday, yeah. <laughs> He's just come back, and he from his uh, sister's birthday or his own birthday, whichever one it was. Well, Andy puts up the numbers in the league, but then it's just whenever the Champions League comes around is when he's just knackered. He's missing, doesn't he? He can come on for like 20 minutes at the end of the tie. It's crazy because that's exactly what they've hired him for. That's why they've yeah, paid the exactly. money. It's for this time. No one cares when they play nonce or something like that. They like... <laughs> they should have taken whatever Barca were offering when because they're going to win the league whether they have Neymar or not. Yeah. Are you, I imagine they'll shift him for a lorry load this summer, won't they? Yeah. I imagine. I don't know how much we're going to go into for Atalanta, Valencia. I'll take Atalanta if... I don't know if anyone else has any more... The big one. <laughs> ...in depth to say on that. I think Valencia's form's just starting to crumble a little bit as well, yeah, so horrendous. Atalanta would, <laughs> would do the job. Spurs-Leipzig. Initially, when the two sides were drawn, you would have put your money on Leipzig. Now, I'm not so sure. You'd also put your money on it being quite an exciting game, just because Leipzig can score a lot of goals, Spurs can score, but at the time were dreadful defensively. I'm not saying they're fantastic defensively now, but in a European tie, you would assume Jose will look to revert to type. I've watched a couple of um, Leipzig's games when they've been on. I watched the Bayern one. You literally don't know what side is going to turn up when they come out. And even between halves, it's like two different teams. Yeah, yeah. Statistically, I mean, Spurs look good enough at home. I think in their last, like, 20, they've only lost to Chelsea and Liverpool at home. Then Leipzig have won one of their last five away, and it takes a brave man to back against Jose over two legs. They're in better form than I thought as well, Spurs. Yeah. 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 I know they're not always playing that convincingly but I did see that stat doing the rounds this morning that since Jersey got the job I think they've got more points than anyone other than Liverpool I believe fuming with uh, the ball going under his foot against Villa I watched that whole game that was a shocker though wasn't it Villa were on top they were the better team they were playing good football I thought it said a lot about us that I saw um, a Villa fan on my Twitter and he was like if we play play like that each week then we can probably do over lights of Arsenal, Newcastle. <laughs> oh, excuse me, as if you're getting thrown in there. <laughs> so, I think Spurs will play safe at home with no great impetus, and that's kind of the Jose away, isn't it? He the home makes sure, first for Spurs. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, don't concede an away goal, and we'll back ourselves away. Yeah, yeah, and it, like you said, if you got an inconsistent team in front of you as well, that often can work out. Yeah, and I think it's about no matter how you plan for a game against Jose, he'll always find a way of just shit housing you somehow. Like to shit house Aston Villa, a team that was struggling in the Premier League. <laughs> yeah. That really takes some like stealing real... the kids' lunch money, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's like shit housery <laughs> talent. It's... Even worse that they got the goal and then you see him subbing on the Tongan for in stoppage time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could not believe it. So is anyone? Picking any differently to Liverpool, PSG, Atalanta and Spurs? Or are we fairly... I'm fairly confident I, on those. I'm fairly confident. However, the only thing I would say is that Spurs do have an, like an ability to really bomb a first leg. They're the and worst for giving you hope that they might lose. Yeah, <laughs> this is what I mean. Like you go, had an entire Champions League campaign last year of yeah. watching them do it too. They can, they can go like 3-1 down in the first leg. I think I think that's kind of the thing that's tipping it for me with Spurs is that they do have that experience from last year of European ties yeah. of getting to the final and like you said, being in positions where 
it looked to be all over and coming back. Obviously, looking mainly at the City and the Ajax games. Yeah. I just, I do think for all this team's ended up having quite a lot of criticism, they're only a few months removed from that. So it's annoying, really, because like you said, that their form has kind of gone unnoticed because we've been playing bad brand of football. Mm-hmm. But you look at it now, and as a Chelsea fan, you see they're one point behind. You think, oh shit! Leipzig are What's actually the bookies' favourites to qualify over two legs. I bet those have come in a bit since it's four to six for mm. Leipzig, eleven to ten for Spurs. Carry on then, just a bit more to do. So I said, if you could go back and change one result in sporting history, which would it be, and how would that have affected things moving forward? So do you, one of you want to kick us off? Um, I mean, you could go back to any of the England ties where we lost on penalty to bloody Portugal, <laughs> year two thousand, year two thousand four. Um, I mean, how different that generation would be seen if we had yeah, it's one of those trophies. You'd be like the golden boys, yeah. <laughs> they did it, <laughs> exactly. rather than just like a bunch of flops who everyone hated. And you never know that one trophy may have just kickstarted that team to go on to an absolute dynasty, but. We always have that striker. We've got it this season as well. That striker syndrome of big striker gets injured and then is due back like two months before the tournament starts. Normally the matter tarsus. Of- yeah, we we, t- we take him anyway and it just doesn't go to plan. It happened with Kane last time at the World Cup. It's going to happen with Kane again this time and Rashford. So you think... Um, but going back to sport... So is Tammy going to be our crouchy? Is that what you're saying? It's going to have to be. Yeah. Ings. I would actually take Ings, and I would take Grealish as well on form over Mount. And Charlie Austin. <laughs> <laughs> a bit, bit wild, that one. City, uh, odds on to qualify over Madrid. That's kind of crazy, really. 8-15. to 15. Yeah, that's... I saw someone say that after City were getting beat by someone in the league, which I thought was a bit... Jumping the gun a bit, but still, absolutely insane, really, consider Madrid's experience. Yeah. So, what, if you had to pin it to one, which would you... Which was the one where we actually scored? John uh, Saul Campbell jumped on John Terry's back and they gave it. Year two thousand four, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that one. That, that hurt. That, that one. That, that, that one really, really hurt. And then Beck's penalty, they went flying over the bar. If um, yeah, that was rough. If we oh, weren't pretending God, either, you would have said Chelsea Barcelona, wouldn't you? I was just about to say. Yeah, but, <laughs> he was coming on to it um, anyway. <laughs> I actually, I, I thought you know what? I'm not going to say something Chelsea related, but that result. Still gets me to. Oh, you're pissed. I saw it. I came across my timeline on Twitter the other day, and I literally watched it, and my blood started boiling again. And I was there, like, you know, when you think, oh, it's just a game, and death threats are never. I was about to say, if I close my eyes and someone says Jack Harper, I think in my head I hear him say, you know, the referee got death threats after. (laughs) And he actually deserved them. And I hope hope someone followed through on their claims. (laughs) Thomas Oriebo is a fucking absolute. Strange, anyway. Jack's got his name and the dress. That's <laughs> and the bullets. It constantly goes on about yeah. his death threats. Got the rest of the maggot. <laughs> TK, what have you got? Uh, so obviously the numerous Liverpool ones you could do, <laughs> but we won't go into it. Um, I did think about just things where that would have had obviously a huge impact. Obviously, you go way back, there was that game where they said if Fergie didn't win that FA Cup tie, then he would have been out of a job. How different things would have been. Oh, yeah. Um... I did. I thought one of the ones with when Jose, when Porto won the UEFA Cup as it was against Celtic, yeah, 2003, that went to extra time. Now, if Celtic win that, 
does that Porto team go on to do what it does? Does he go on to win the Champions League? Does he go on to... Ch- you assume, you look at him and think he was on to big things at some point anyway. But it would be interesting just to see with that. Same with them, with the Champions League final with Monaco. Again, that could have gone the other way if they lose that. Didier Deschamps may have been the man going to Chelsea. Yeah. First one for me, Frotch Groves 2. <laughs> this oh. is your version of oh, Chelsea. If we, if we branch yeah. out into that, then 100% yeah. Christ. Because I'm not sure that could have been topped for me if he had done that. If he chinned Frotch in the same way that Frotch chinned him. <laughs> I'm getting like tingly Tingles. thinking about it. And the idea we're never going to see that. Damn shame. We're never going to see Frotch get chinned. No. Unless... Johnny Nelson doesn't take well to his punditry one day or something. <laughs> Unless Boren takes one of his DMs personally again. <laughs> oh, I've blocked him on WhatsApp, <laughs> so he can't uh, get any closer to us. <laughs> that story cracks me up. I had the Champions League final, which was obvious, but I did think maybe Omri then does have his European title, so doesn't go on to join Barca and sticks around a bit longer, and maybe people want to come to Arsenal to play with Thierry. I think he might have gone to Barca anyway. The other one I had was... Birmingham against Arsenal 08. Oh, Christ. I actually remember this because I got a block from you on that day. We're five clear with 12 games to play. The The media have said, if you look back, the media are saying everything they're saying about Liverpool now, like it's over. Yeah. And we still yeah. had to play Chelsea and we still had to play United. But we were doing that well that everyone was just convinced like oh, yeah, Arsenal yeah. have got it wrapped up. And then obviously, yeah, uh, dodgy decision upon a referee for a start. And then Galas. Galas did what Galas did. Head's gone. <laughs> I'm still not happy about the disrespect Troy gave Eduardo on this podcast. I think the point he made was valid. Baller he was. <laughs> he was just. He like burst onto the scene and then broke his leg. And Fabregas, and, Fabregas and Flamini midfield was beautiful as well. The boys. It was like the more cultured Cazola and Coquelin. <laughs> yeah. Any of us chucking the mix? or If I was a bit one just out of what I would have liked it to have happened, not because of impact or anything else, I would have liked Atletico to beat Real in one of those finals. Just I quite like their story and stuff, and I do detest Real. Yeah. And is lot. that one and, where... And that one Champions League would, have, would mean everything to them, whereas... You know, 10, 11, whatever for Real really does, I don't think it means a lot. It sticks in my mind the one where Bale scores the ones made in injury time and then Ronaldo makes it all about him going like 3 yeah, let's three, go, wasn't it? Extra time. 3 4. Yeah, but he was already 3 1. Yeah. Ronaldo has a last minute of extra time penalty. Yeah. Smashes it in, takes, takes his shirt, shirt off. off. You think, hang on, it was 3 1 already, <laughs> yeah. so stop it. I just, I would have loved that team, that. Real Madrid team to just get a bit of egg on their face a little bit, but it yeah, just yeah. never ever seemed to happen. No, no, they're uh, they they get the luck when they need to, and like uh, the jinx ones. And then just finally, and then we'll be wrapped up in good time actually before uh, Chelsea United. So Wilder Fury two this weekend. Mm. I'll go to you, TK. What's your final prediction? Uh, increasingly starting to get excited and convince myself that while well, they'll knock him out, but um, no, I'll stick with my original thoughts is that Fury boxes away to a points win. Won't be pleasant to watch, so I hate to break that to people. 
Um, yeah, I just, I just think that's, the, in my mind, that's the favourite outcome. I think if he does box moves it to the game plan, I think that's the most logical outcome to it. Wild- I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Wilder in five. In five. In five. Dramatic fashion. I think he's going to be a bit heavier. Yep. Wilder. Yeah. I think he's going to be a bit more reckless. And I think Fury's enjoyed himself a bit too much with being Tyson Fury. Yeah, you reckon? I don't know. I don't know much about this coach, so I can't say too much there. But yeah, I mean, when people say about it, Fury's Fury, isn't he? Is he going to be? He's not. He can't box any other way than what he's going to do, can he? Really? Apparently, he's going to be wearing the old uh, school cronk shorts. Yeah, I've I have heard a lot of that. Andy Lee is part of his team, I read. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't like that one bit. Shame, isn't it? Yeah. Well, because obviously Andy Lee was at the Cronk, and he's a cousin of Fury, isn't he? So. He's got a lot of yeah. cousins. <laughs> a lot of cousins, yeah. It's, it'll be a great spectacle, but I do, yeah, I do think Fury might stick the gaff out a bit. I really hope not. I, From kind of someone that doesn't watch boxing all the time, but I watch the big fights and see that. I can't see. I can see kind of times um, Wilder well, getting uh, frustrated. It's almost like a football, like a Jose performance, like a shit house. <laughs> you can't hit him. They can't really hit you that hard, but they just stifle your points and drag you down to that level. I feel that's what Fury is. He's just. You can't even call him defensive. He's just a stifler, isn't he? It's just awkward. Yeah. It's awkward. awkward, big bloke. I mean, I wouldn't want to be punched by him still, but... <laughs> no, was, no. He was saying that Fury is going to come out and box every round, like the 10th round of the last fight, where he's going to be faster, he's going to be putting it on Wilder. If he tries that, yeah. he's done. Yeah, if people saying he's... Oh, he said he's going to win by third round knockout, and I think he's actually going to look and try and do that. Don't be fucking stupid. When was the last time he won by knockout? Well, he's, he's beaten yeah. these guys in... He's not in the interim. anyone out, but he's not, stopped a couple of bums in the yeah. corner. You're not yeah. the bums, though, so we're talking, like, decent heavyweight fights. When was the last, the last Chisora probably stopped him in the corner. That was again, yeah. stopped on the stall, wasn't How long ago was that? Like, a few years now. Ages ago. Yeah, I was, yeah, cause yeah. I was there, <laughs> cheering on Chisora. <laughs> so, heavyweight boxing and me don't really go too well together. <laughs> Bad record. <laughs> but, anyway... Thanks again for listening to another edition of the Spitballing Pod. Shorter one than usual. Time has flown by. I'll say we'll have a full squad back next week, but you never really do know <laughs> until everyone is here. So until then, thanks for listening. We'll be back. Goodbye. <laughs>